Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, O Lord, Throughout These 40 Days. to sing to the Lord. We are officially in the first Sunday of Lent, and this year we are talking about O Lord throughout these 40 days with Lars Olson and Zachary Brockoff. Thanks, Mason. Thanks for not mentioning my sin and all the temptations that well, you know, around me. Yeah. <laughs> we are tempted, aren't we? Yeah. Well, Zachary, it is uh, the gospel reading for this weekend is Mark 1, beginning at verse 9, um, and we'll focus, I think, on the on the temptation in the wilderness, which is really short in Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this hymn is longer than uh, than the temptation, actually, yeah. um, if you sing this for 40 days Yes, throughout. I couldn't find a one stanza option. So. <laughs> but this one's this one, if you move it along appropriately as a musician, can be about two minutes and 15 seconds, probably. So, Well, don't laugh too much. It is Lent, after all. But yes. uh, uh, tell us a little bit about how this hymn is structured. It seems like each stanza uh, has a... Has a um, a, a two-part sim, kind of simplistic pattern of uh, beginning and end. Yes, well, that's true, and um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, the most obvious is um, during Lent, you can stop uh, teaching the children Jesus loves me and teach them this one, because it was a children's hymn, if you can believe really? this. Yes, um, uh, written by an Anglican um, who uh, wrote over 150 hymns for children. And this was one of those. Um, it's not one that's listed under the uh, songs for suitable for children section in uh, ELW. And that is an actual category in the back index, which is very fun. <laughs> this one didn't make the list, yet it was written for that purpose. So it is simple. Um, the tune is very singable and appears in a couple different places. And um, that's kind of what we know about the background and why it takes the form that it does. Um, for as much detail as it gives, certainly more than uh, Mark's account of the temptation, um, it is fairly brief in what it has to say. That's interesting. You could use it almost like a is it like is it meant as like a call and response, like a leader would say this, and then the children would Poss- respond. Possible. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure about that. The, they don't uh, spell that out really, but probably uh, for children to sing. And truthfully, in the last, oh, I don't know. Three months, six months, maybe uh, at uh, First Lutheran Church here in Sioux Falls, um, we've we've added a children's message hymn. Um, and I thought, well, what do you do during Lent? Jesus loves me seems sort of trite. I'm I'm not actually suggesting that I might do this one, but uh, the thought has now crossed my mind. Uh, anybody asked why it's a children's message hymn uh, right there, built in to the season? Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, um, in that same sort of way, you can. Kind of here in the in the second half of each stanza that it becomes our um, our responsibility of Lent a, a kind of poetic to do list. How yes. is this? How is how are we supposed to hear the second half of these stanzas? Well, that's good news for all the people who uh, want the real Lenten hymns and something to do. Um, which I've been told many times: can we can we uh, sing some uh, classic Lenten hymns that 
well, this is not said that give us something to do, but most of those uh, often uh, give us uh, a to-do list. This one appears to do the same thing, but I think it's important the way it's paired with Scripture, uh, the scriptural account beforehand, which admittedly we don't get all of that uh, this year. So wonderful, the hymn has it. Um, <laughs> we trust we could do this and not get fired. Um, so, um, for instance, stanza uh, two talks about Christ uh, uh, being tempted by tempted by Satan and enduring through this, and then it says that we would put our trust in uh, God's eternal word. Now, the, the, the text that comes before this, lend us your nerve, your skill, and trust, might sound like we have to work this up, but finally, it really is in the Word of God, which both we know uh, Satan tempts Christ with Scripture, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Christ comes back uh, with Scripture and saying, no, this is, this is not to be. So, um, uh, it really exists, I think, one of the temptations in Lent is to... Uh, put our trust in what we say about ourselves or what somebody else says about us, uh, whether we've uh, fulfilled all that Lent is supposed to be over 40 days, um, whether we've worshipped in the right way, whether we've sung the proper hymns, though I encourage you to uh, give it some thought. Um, uh, finally, it is what Christ says about us, not what all these other things have to say, um, where our focus uh, finally lies in this text. So that's stanza two. Stanza three could start to sound a little bit um, like uh, Jesus denied all of his favorite sweets. So it's now our time. Uh, he was parched and hungry. So no soda and no dove chocolate, and you'll have the thing list, the, the thing uh, figured out. Um, but really, it is um, not to f focus our, uh, our uh, uh, these days on um, on uh, what what we might deny uh, ourselves, whether food or drink, but instead um, that we would turn our focus to what God gives us, what Christ is present to give. So this is again God taking action. What what can be more to deny ourselves than to turn our attention to baptism, water, word, bread, wine, body, blood? This is complete denial of self because we're killed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we have a completely new identity then, not as one who lost 10 pounds or gained 10 pounds thanks to our Lenten discipline, but one who said, no, um, that person, that miserable sinner trying to figure out which way, what to eat when, um, is, is actually forgiven. It's amazing what happens in Lent, um, as you talked about before, this becomes our time, you know, it's been popular in the last, I don't know, generation or so to say, giving up something is really just a selfishness. So let's take something on. And mm -hmm. as you talked about at the beginning of this episode, uh, give us something to do, right? right. Um, uh, which is just the opposite way of denying yourself, right? Now it's, it's, it's relying on yourself more. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, let me, uh, let me exercise myself more rather than exercise myself less. You're still exercising yourself and you're focused on the self rather than what exactly what you're talking about. So that if you're, if you're in it, it, what's supposed to happen in Lent is, uh, for you to hear the word, um, and, Stop saying, well, then what am I supposed to do? Um, to stop asking that question or stop focusing on the, on the self, but being pulled actually out of the self by the promise that's there. That's actually what Lent is 
doing to you. Mm-hmm. So the more you give people something to do, uh, the the more you're damning them um, during their Lenten journey, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> but um, but yes, exactly. So that instead of focusing on what you can give up or take on, it's really um, how do I hear exactly what you're saying? Um, Christ promised for me in the water, bread, wine. Uh, what is Jesus saying to me rather than what am I doing for Jesus? My poetic Lenten to-do list is now popped. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's really, uh, but it's very, um, uh, I mean, it's perfect for the day, tempting uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to say this is a special time, these 40 days. And if I can, you know, if I can just improve through these 40 days, uh, then I'll, uh, or grow, um, as you said, put yeah. on 10 pounds. Sure. Uh, that, <laughs> Either way, you know, <laughs> grow. Right. Then you might, uh, then you will have really accomplished something rather than saying, no, this is exactly uh, Christ doing uh, repentance to me. The finest, final stanza even pushes the envelope, I think, a little further because it, sure, be with us through this season, these 40 days as the hymn begins. And then all our earthly days, we expand that further. And then finally, when the final Easter dawns, we join in heaven's praise. So the message of that stanza really finally is, um, God is with you through all temptation, all trial, all difficulty, not just in these 40 days, not just in your life, but even into death and beyond it. Mm -hmm. So um, you get get a real picture of what it is to uh, place your trust in God's word there. Well, are there any other hymns that might work well for this weekend's gospel text? Sure. This one's pretty particular to the the reading, and that's one of the wonderful things about the hymnal, I should just say, um, that uh, we have these hymns written, whether for children or adults, that were written to go with particular scripture passages. Um, And so it's one reason the lectionary and hymns can work so well together uh, is because of these kinds of moments. Um, uh, But... If you want something perhaps a little bit different, um, one option uh, would be uh, the well-known hymn, uh, Abide With Me, Um, and that certainly speaks of trial, uh, perhaps less so of temptation, Um, but finally of the the promise that we have in Christ, uh, where is death sting, where grave thy victory, I triumph still if thou abide with me. Um, and then, finally, uh, even more, uh, even more so than the than the hymn we, we've studied for this week, um, the final stanza: "Hold thou thy cross before my closing eyes; shine through the gloom, point me to the skies." Um, this kind of language there, it's uh, well known, frequently sung at funerals, but uh, can can absolutely deliver the good news of what it means to face temptation. Uh, with Christ. Um, and uh, so that's a fantastic option. The other one I might mention is uh, towards the back of ELW, Jesus still lead on. We'll list it in the, in the, uh, in the show notes for sure. Um, and that is simultaneously a, a prayer um, that God would lead us through all temptation, um, that uh, fears would not overtake us, because of what Christ has done. And, uh, and it's short and fairly easy to sing, so you have some good options.
Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary Stanza by Stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.